Thank you for joining us today with Newly Awakened Ministries. Because I was going through Hebrews. And I was going, and I, this morning I was going from like chapter 1 to like chapter 9. And he started telling me today, because I, was, I came here and I just started praying. I was like, Lord, the word that I have, I was like, it's just not, it's not settling in my spirit. I kept wrestling with it and I kept wrestling. I was like, this just isn't right. And he was like, well, he's like, go through Hebrews. He's like, and some, he's like, and just, and just say what the scriptures says Jesus is, and start declaring what the scriptures says Jesus is. And from, and so, right now, I, I call this just Hebrews breakdown, and then revelation of Jesus. And so, literally, I just went through the thirteen chapters, and I pulled, <laughs> I just pulled the scriptures where they were talking. So I don't actually have many scriptures listed. It's just more of saying. This is who Jesus is. So in chapter 1, it says that Jesus is described as the Son of God being the messenger of our Heavenly Father. Jesus is the one through whom the, the, word, the world was made. Jesus displayed His life with the glory and radiance of the exact representation of God's nature. You know, Him being God Himself. And He upholds all things by the word of His power. Is it me, or is there like a echo, or, or so? It says, "And he who sits at is like, and Jesus is the one who sits at the right hand of the of Majesty on the high, purifying the sins of the world and inheriting a name that is better than any name." In chapter two, it says, "God testified." Yeah. If you can, I think we might just need to mute mic four and five. It might be picking up the back feed. All right. Okay. So, yeah, that's a little better. Maybe. Okay. So, it says that God testified about the message of Jesus to those who heard with signs and wonders and various miracles by the gifts of the Holy Spirit according to his will. In chapter 2, it also says that Jesus is crowned with glory and honor, and he has been the appointed one, uh, he has been appointed with all things, and all things have been placed into subjection under his feet. For our behalf, Jesus made himself temporary a little lower than the angels, and Jesus uh, showed himself to be our suffering servant and our conquering king, suffering suffering the death that was crowned with glory and honor. By his death, Jesus opened up God's grace to everyone because the death he died was once for all, being the perfect author in salvation. The being the perfect author of salvation through his suffering. Jesus rendered Satan powerless, taking away the power of death and setting free all those who were held captive by the slavery of sin. It says Jesus is the, and then it also goes on talking about how Jesus is the descendant of Abraham and our merciful and faithful high priest. That the blood of Jesus is our atonement. That Jesus is the overcomer of all temptation. And then we go into chapter 3 where it says, Jesus is our apostle and high priest. Our mediator in behalf of our confession. And it says, Jesus is more worthy of, glo- Jesus is more worthy of glory than the past prophets. 
In chapter 4, it says Jesus invites us, invites us to dwell in His rest. And then it says Scripture assures us that the Word of God is living and active and sharper than two-edged sword. It's nothing is hidden from His sight. Jesus is our great high priest that sympathizes with our weaknesses by being tempted by all things like we were, but Jesus overcame temptation and remained sinless. In chapter 5, it says that Jesus is our eternal high priest, that Jesus is the source of salvation of those who obey him. And I I didn't go through chapter 6 as in much, but I went to uh, to chapter 7. And it says that Jesus is our high priest from the tribe of Judah. Jesus is the priest forever as he took on the order of Melchizedek. And Jesus became the guarantee of a better covenant. You know, Jesus, he remains forever. But he, and he, uphold, no, he holds his priesthood permanently. It talks about Jesus eternally saves those who draw near to him and will always live and always lives to make intercession on their behalf. And it says that Jesus, our high priest, is holy, innocent, undefiled, separated from evil, from all evil, and exalted above the heavens. Jesus offered himself up, up he offered himself up for us once for all. Jesus is the perfect Son. And then in chapter 8 it says, Jesus is our High Priest who sits at the right hand of the throne of the Majesty in the heavens. A minister in the sanctuary of the true tabernacle. The one that the Lord Himself made, not man. Now Jesus has obtained a more excellent ministry. He is the mediator of a better covenant which contains better promises. In chapter 9, he says, so this one, it, these are starting to get a little bit more lengthy as they, as you know, the beginning of Hebrews. It is building up the momentum. It's building up the revelation of who Jesus is to us, of who he is to the church, who he is to the bride of Christ. Because, you know, he is the bridegroom. So in chapter 9, it says that Jesus appeared as the high priest of all good things to come. He entered through greater and more perfect the and a more perfect tabernacle not of this world and he entered by the shedding of his own blood and this is Jesus entered the, this holy place once for all kind of like how he describes how he went to the cross once for all it says that when he went to make the sacrifice he went to this holy place once for all obtaining an eternal redemption that the, the blood of Jesus through His eternal Spirit will cleanse your conscience from dead works. His blood is better than the blood of every past sacrifice ever made. In Hebrews chapter 9, verse 15, it says, For this reason, He is the mediator of a new covenant, so that since a death has taken place for the redemption of transgressions that were committed under the first covenant, those who have been called may receive the promise of an eternal inheritance. Then in the same chapter, jumping down to verse 24, it says, For Christ did not enter a holy place made with hands, is like a mere copy of the true one, but into heaven itself, and now to appear in the presence of God for us. 
And so and then, you know, later on it says, you know, Jesus made the sacrifice not to be like the priest of old, which made many sacrifices at many times, but Jesus' blood is greater that the sacrifice He made was once for all. And then verse 28, we go, So Christ also, having been offered once to bear the sins of many, will appear a second time for salvation, you know, without reference to sin, those who eagerly await Him. Hmm. I'm I'm already down to chapter ten, but this just makes me excited. Like knowing who Jesus is, like how throughout the word it just like it declares who He is over and over and over again. So in chapter ten, I'm going to start down in verse nineteen, and we're going to go through verse twenty-five. It says, "Therefore, brethren, since we have been so, since we have the confidence to enter the holy place by the blood of Jesus." By a new and living way which He inaugurated for us through the veil. That is His flesh. And since we have a great, high, a great priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a sincere heart and full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled clean from evil, from an evil conscience, and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. And let us consider how to uh, stimulate one another to love and good deeds, not forsaking our own assembly together, as it is the habit of some, but encouraging, uh, to, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you as you see the day drawing near. Let me see here. There we go. And then later on in chapter 10, it talks about how Jesus, how He is our great judge. In chapter 11, it talks about how Jesus, He is our great architect and always leading us and prepares a way for, uh, preparing a place for us. Then it talks about how Jesus, how He is the faith, how He is the faithful one to fulfill His promises. How Jesus offers greater treasures than that can ever be found on earth. In chapter twelve, I'm going to start in verse. I'm going to start in verse two through verse three. It says, "Fixing our eyes on Jesus, the Author and Perfecter of faith, uh, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God." For consider him who has endured much hostility by sinners against himself, so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. Hmm. And then right after he talks about that, it talks about how Jesus, how he disciplines those that he loves. Then it talks about how Jesus, how he shares his holiness with us. In verse 10 and 11, it says, for they deci- they discipled or uh, disciplined for us a short time that seemed best to them, but he disciplines us for our good, so that we may share his holiness, and that all discipline for the moment seems not to be joyful but sorrowful. Yet those who have been trained by it afterwards it yields the peace, the peaceful fruit of righteousness. Hmm. 
Yeah, sometimes when we don't get, the, get what we want, sometimes it doesn't feel good, but the Lord knows what's the best for us, right? And the thing is, what does it say? It says, after we've gone through the testing, after we've gone through the trials, it's saying that it is, it is developing the peaceful fruit of righteousness. And so then it talks about how Jesus, how he is the mediator of the new covenant. And it is sprinkled, and his sprinkled blood speaks better than the blood of Abel. And it says, Jesus is the one that warns us from heaven. And he's the one that with his words shakes the earth and shakes heaven. And at the end of the chapter, it talks about how Jesus, how he is our consuming fire. In chapter 13, it talks about how Jesus is our helper. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. How Jesus is our great shepherd that was raised from the dead and leads us in an eternal covenant. And then it says that Jesus equips you to do every good thing to do His will. Hmm. And so for me, that's the summaries that I, the summary that I have of those 13 chapters. Uh, that, I, that it's a very brief, very brief summary. Because honestly, we could go into <laughs> one point and just dive into it for forever for eternity literally but you know i don't know i just get excited whenever we can just start declaring who jesus is oh like how he how when he talks about how he is the author and the perfecter of our faith how he is the one that came from the father And how He is the one that was the messenger to bring us the life, the living water, that He is the bread of life. You know, something that I know I shared this last time that I spoke. But especially with Easter coming up, about how Jesus, how He took on the cross. And how it wasn't Pilate (laughs) that put Him there. That it wasn't... The Roman soldiers that put Jesus on the cross. But you know, it was our sin. It was for our sin that he went on the cross. And you know, whenever we tore the veil of his flesh, and when we did that, his spirit went into the Holy of Holies and tore the veil in the temple. Because whenever he did, the Holy Spirit came and he made himself available to everyone. And for me, I always took it as, as humanity, we literally tried to end our relationship with God by putting Jesus on the cross, by killing Him. But the moment that we tried to end our relationship with God, He actually tore the veil and He extended His His invitation for us to come closer and to draw near to Him. And so... (laughs) And I even, I know that, that it might not sound like a lot. But I don't know, I just, if, if anything, you just take from that just to draw near to Him. You know, especially when there's times where we can feel, you know, guilty, where we feel like we've tried to tell God to stay out of it or <laughs> try to push Him away. You know, there's times where we've done that over and over and over. And yet, each time, he extends his invitation 
for us to come closer to him because he wants us more than what we ever know. And um, <laughs> I don't know, there's also, I was, I've been thinking about, even with the resurrection, for me, I, I always love to keep the message focused around the cross and the resurrection. And, you know, I was even thinking about from the very beginning when humanity brought death into, uh, brought death into the world by sin in the garden, you know, Jesus, he took on sin and became sin on the cross. That when Jesus, when he was laid in the tomb in the midst of a car in the garden, he rose again. And so for me, it was like, it was always how we brought corruption to the plan of God, but then God, then Jesus, how he came, he restored our humanity. <laughs> how he came and he restored us to be like him again. And so, like, you know, just like as mankind, we brought sin and death into our being in the garden. But when Jesus was raised back to life in the garden, he broke the curse of sin. And he gives anyone who believes in him everlasting life. Oh, isn't that just so good? Jesus, he's wanting to give us life and like life more abundantly. Oh, and like, ah, oh, if... For me, it's like if we can just grab a hold of just a glimpse of the vision that He has for us in our life. Oh, it's going to, it changes everything. Oh, if we can, can we just like, can we just pray in the Spirit together for a moment? I don't know where, where exactly the Lord was. That's the notes that we have, but I just feel like there's, there's something else. But let's just, but let's go over there for a second. Jesus, you're the living one, you're the living one, Jesus, oh, yeah, 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 if there's somebody, there's, there's either someone that's watching or that's going to be watching through the live stream, um, I know that this might sound vague, but I just feel like the Lord, he's breaking the bondages of depression right now. Yeah, and then I don't even know if there's anybody that w- that's in here, but I just felt like the Lord, He was saying that He's breaking the chains of depression. And so, Lord, right now, we just thank You, God, that You are setting the captives free right now in Jesus' name. God, that You would just, that they would exchange, God, that there's sorrow for joy. God, that You would just come and that You would rescue them right now. Lord, we just ask for a fresh encounter of Your presence. God, that we just plead the blood of Jesus over their life, over their mind, over their heart right now. God, I just thank You that You are doing a new thing. God, I just thank You that in this day, You are just going to follow them afresh, God. Lord, I even ask for that you would impact their family that's around them. God, I just thank you for a fresh encounter. God, that you are reminding them who you have called them to be. God, that you have called them son, that you have called them daughter. Lord, I just thank you. God, that even right now, as the people that are watching, God, if there's anybody that's listening, God, that the prodigals are coming home right now in Jesus' name. God, I just even thank you. God, that you are doing something fresh. God, we just even speak to, uh, just even healing in people's bodies right now. God, that if someone is hurting, God, 
God, that we just come in agreement with the faith, God. Lord, that even as you would tell people, by their faith they would be made whole, God. Lord, that we just even ask for your wholeness. God, that your healing to come on them right now in Jesus' name. God, we thank you that by your stripes that we are healed. God, I just thank you for that you are doing something good, that you are doing something real. God, we are asking for just even a movement of your spirit, God, that you would just come and just invade our homes, God, you invade our lives, God. Lord, that you would start teaching, God, us how to tend our home as a garden to have to host your presence. God, I just even thank you, God, for all that you are doing. Lord, that you would pour out afresh in us, oh God. That you would pour out afresh. Yes, Lord. Yeah, yeah, and if Rob, if he's watching, Lord, we just even pray for healing from, from his tooth right now in Jesus' name. God, I just thank you that you are healing. Yes, Lord. Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lord, we just even thank you. Yeah, even for my grandpa right now, Lord, that with his heart, God, that you're making his heart stronger from the surgery. God, that his back, God, that we're even asked for the pain to go and that just even restoration in his bones and his back right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I don't know who, uh, I just keep seeing like, like arteries being cleared. So Lord, we just even thank you that you're clearing out arteries right now in Jesus' name. Yeah.
Mm-hmm. Yes, Lord. Jesus. Lord, you are so holy. You are worthy, God. Yeah. Yeah, and I even loved that in during worship that we were just able to wait on the Lord. <laughs> like we could just we can just wait until he says to move. And uh, mm, yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, there's, I don't know if it's somebody that, uh, I don't know, I just kept seeing that the Lord, he was breaking. He kept showing me two different types of addiction someone was going through. Um, I, they they might be on the live stream, but I've just, if if someone is struggling with addiction, I kept seeing one of them was uh, pharmaceutical abuse. Lord, we just wanted to say that if that person, God, just calls on your name, Lord, that you would answer them, God. I just ask for just a complete deliverance right now, God, just to restore them right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lord, I just even ask for a fresh infilling of the Holy Spirit in their life. Yes, Jesus. Lord, that you would just you would take out <laughs> what the enemies try to corrupt them with and that you would fill them with you. And we thank you, Jesus. We thank you that you are good. Lord, that you're the one that equips us. You're the one that loves us. <laughs> and everything that we will do ever do is for you, Jesus. Thank you for listening to this week's Fuel the Flame from Newly Awakened Ministries. You can follow Newly Awakened Ministries on Facebook and Instagram. You can also connect with us through newlyawakenedministries.com.